Welcome to Last Looks, your go-to source for all things health, beauty, and business. I'm your host, Ada Trin, and I'm a makeup artist turned entrepreneur here to help you grow and thrive in the beauty market. Now sit back and relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes coming out every Tuesday morning. Hey guys, welcome back to the Last Looks Podcast. This is episode nine, and I have missed you guys so, so much. It's been two weeks since I have been posting because I've just been super busy. So for those of you that don't know, I have a men's skincare company, and with COVID, I mean, it almost wiped us out of business. Uh, needless to say, just like other brands, we were having a lot of problems getting you know, um, our distributors to pay us. And so our company uh, was able to quickly pivot and, um, you know, we're going from B to B to now D to C. Now, for those of you guys that don't understand what those terms mean, B to B means from business to business. So basically, we were doing wholesale uh, to other businesses like JCPenney, and then they would take our products and put on their shelves and sell it to their customers. And so when you do that, it's great, but... At the end of the day, you don't really have control over your brand as much. Um, So now we're pivoting and we're going D to C, meaning that we are going directly and straight to consumer. So by doing that, it's just been a challenge of having to grow our following and our email list and uh, doing Facebook ads. And so we've been, you know, knees deep the last, you know, three to four weeks, just doing rebranding and, um, you know, website design and just, you know, getting our brand uh, to be more cohesive and, and, you know, implementing strategies behind it so that, you know, when people see our ads and they buy our products, that's, you know, that's not the end of it, right? You have to create like a sales funnel, marketing funnel. And so these are all the things that I've been doing the last couple of weeks. And so, you know, I've just been um, a little MIA, but I am back and I am ready to, um, you know, start talking to all these amazing guests and start teaching guys all about business. Let's get into it. So I thought I should bring on someone very, very cool and badass as I describe her. Her name is Kristen Noel, and she is a transformational mindset and business coach, author, speaker, and entrepreneur who helps small business owners and entrepreneurs and side hustlers release their money blocks so that they can effortlessly quantum leap into the next level of their life and business. Welcome to the show, Kristen. Thanks for having me, Ada. I'm so excited to dive deep into this and just really chat it out. I just want to open by saying I think you are a badass because uh, so Kristen and I just we met through a mutual friend and we did a Zoom call for a full moon. Yeah, we did like a full moon kind of intimate ceremony. Again, it was very casual, just wanted to do something very last minute. But yeah, yeah, that was what it was. And then a couple of weeks later, so that's how I was introduced to Kristen. And then a couple of weeks later, I saw a post on a Asian Hustle Network, which is a group that we're both a part of. And she was launching a book and started writing all this great things about herself. And I started doing research. And I'm like, wait, 
I know this girl. Okay. So I started following you and just reading all your posts and your Instagram and your cute puppies, your dogs. They're so cute. (laughs) So um, yeah, so congrats on your book launch. Thank you. Oh my goodness. It's been such a long journey. I mean, I, I call it my book baby. It's, and it's because I, I literally, t- it took me like nine months for me to write it and publish it and put it out there. So yeah, it's been a really big deal. And, and definitely the, the central theme around 2020 is this book launch. I'm so excited for you. I'm definitely getting a copy really soon. In fact, maybe when we get off this podcast recording, I'll just go on Amazon and buy myself a copy immediately. Yes. And I think Definitely. all of our I think all of our listeners will too after this episode. Yes, I mean if you def- if you want a major shift in the way you look at money as well as kind of f- figuring out what your money mission is and how you are like strategically placed in this earth and really how to harness energy in your environment then this book is perfect for you. I love it. So let's start off. Can you explain to me what is money blockage? Yeah. So money blockage actually comes from your roots, right? And what I mean by roots is, you know, we were all, you know, brought up differently, right? Uh, Me being with Asian descent, I definitely feel like I had a lot of money blockage. And money blockage can be the way we view money, right? So, and this is a really touchy subject in a sense, because everyone's perception of money is so different, right? So a hundred dollars could be, could mean something to you and it could literally means something to me based off of the way we were brought up, right? And the way I was brought up was that my parents, or especially my dad, saw money as very scarce and that we didn't have enough. And so even though we were middle class and we were fine, he always acted as if we were super, super poor. I remember days where, not even days, it's like literally my entire childhood where I was only limited to like five minute showers and he would start banging on the door after that. So it's like there was a lot of scarcity and fear around the topic of money. And so, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, even when you're trying to build your own side hustle, you know, money blockage comes when you can't show up, you know, powerfully and charge the way you want to charge or even just put yourself out there. Right. A lot of people experience, you know, self-doubt or low confidence, but really it's because you know, especially if you have your own business, you have to charge people and you you have to make money essentially. And if you have this perception about money, if you have a bad relationship with money, then it can really affect the way you show up, not only for your people, but show up for your clients as well as just make a profit and, and really like kill it in business. How do I know if I have money blockage issues? Because I might. <laughs> <laughs> So it can show up in many different forms, right? So for example, I typically, whenever I coach my clients, like if they are scared to show up, it could, money blockages or money fear can come from that, right? And so it's really, it takes some type of self-awareness. And that's the the issue I think sometimes with money blockage is that it it may be a block. It may be something that you're not aware of. and And it's by, let's say, listening to this podcast or like stumbling across like a a post that you realize that, oh shit, maybe I do have like a scarcity mindset, right? So it's not very prevalent. And especially in our day and age where, you know, we're so consumed by media and what other people are saying around us, it is really hard for us to listen to ourselves and what we feel like is right. And so that's why it really takes a level of awareness. But once it's introduced to you, and I think that whenever the student is ready, the teacher will appear, I think that that's when you can start to get to work, right? And you can start by doing, you can start doing that by reading my book. Awesome. 
What are the common issues that your clients struggle with when it comes to money? Yeah. So the, the top three things I can think of is number one, being afraid to charge more, right? Like they know that they want to charge more, they want to price their services more, but they're afraid that if they charge more, then they're, like people would say no, or people won't buy their stuff. The second one is actually even just showing up to promote their stuff, right? So I'm not going to like lie to you, but in the very beginning of business, it was hard for me to promote myself, right? Like it's an uncomfortable feeling and it could be like, okay, yeah, I don't want the attention. But it's also because I knew subconsciously is that if, if I promote myself, that must mean that people would have to buy my stuff, right? And so again, that, that comes in the form of like a blockage as well. And the third form is self-sabotage, meaning that let's just say that you make consistent 5K months in your business, for example, right? And then you've never done that before. And so your subconscious brain is going to be like, or your, your mind is going to be like, oh my God, like I've never made this amount like as an entrepreneur. And so you may sabotage yourself or self-sabotage yourself so that like you're, you go back to what you're comfortable with. And so, you know, that's also why I think that what I teach, like how I teach my clients is so important because it's not very, you can't see it with the physical eye, but I feel like the most important things in life, you can't see, right? Same with love. You can't see love, but you can definitely feel it and you know, it exists. And that's the same with you know, money and energy and all that stuff. So I've been doing business for eight years now, and I have a ton of business friends. And there's many of them who have said, hey, especially as um, a makeup artist, maybe I'll charge. Well, what do you think? What do you think, Ada? M- maybe, you know, for a full hair and makeup uh, for red carpet, maybe 500 and I'm like, yeah, that's great. No, but like, who's gonna who's gonna buy it? Who's gonna like, you know, book me? Um, no, I'll just do 150. And I go, girl, how the heck did you just go from $500 a booking to 150? <laughs> like, <laughs> that makes no sense. But I see this a lot. Yeah, I see this a lot in people. And they're just so afraid that if their prices are too high, people are not going to book them. So mm-hmm. I feel like this is, you know, for anyone that's listening, this is definitely an energy form that uh, you could be experiencing. Because like you yep. said, you can't see love, but it's there. And you can't, you know, see this energy, but you know, it's it's there for some reason. Yes, 100%. So I, I read um, on your bio about the cash flow trinity. Can you explain a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so the cash flow trinity is actually my the framework that I use to teach my clients. And what it consists of is three things. The first one is your money mission. The second one is your abundant mindset. And the last one is your financial environment. Now, I believe that you need to have all three of those things in order for you to be wildly successful. So if I were to break it down in a nutshell, money mission is understanding, first of all, what money is, because a lot of people want to make more money, but they don't really know what the heck money is, right? What it could like, comprises of like they think it's maybe like a piece of paper or whatever the case may be, but money is is really energy, right? So knowing that and also your money mission. So, you know, all of us have been placed on this earth for a very specific purpose and a reason. Right now, if you're listening to this, you may know what that is or you may not. And if you fall into the group of you don't know what that is, it is your job to figure that out because we all have gifts, right? Like I really believe that we have a spiritual blueprint, which means that when you were born, we're born with a set of talents and gifts that we're meant to share with the world. So if you're not living into that, 
then essentially you're, you're just kind of like not living life, right? Like you're just going through the motions and ultimately you won't be 100% happy. I had to figure that out the hard way. But now that I'm living into my money mission, I'm actually making so much more money doing what I love. And I love what I do, right? I don't feel like it's work. And so that's why when people are saying stuff like when there's times where I have big projects and I'm, I'm really working a lot, I don't feel like it's work. I feel like it really is something that I love to do. And so that's why it's so important for people to figure out what their money mission is. Now, abundant mindset is really, you know, what I was just telling you about where it's the mindset of money and how your relationship is with money. A lot of people don't see money as a relationship, right? Because they're like, how is that so? But think about this, right? Like if you have negative feelings towards money, if if you're afraid to check your bank account each week, then that's a relationship, right? There's emotions there. But there is a relationship because there's feelings involved when it comes to money. You get really happy when you receive money. Or let's say you lose a lot of money, you get really upset, right? So there's that component in mastering that relationship. And then finally, your financial environment is your environment, right? Like, So it's not only your tribe, the people that you hang out with, but it's also, I talk a lot about feng shui and feng shui is really harnessing the energy in your environment so that you can actually control energy and learn how to use it so that you can attract more abundance. Feng Shui, I saw that that's something else that you did. Man, you keep surprising me. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. I love this. So can you tell us what got you into all of this mindset and money blockage? Well, you know, it was through experience, definitely, because right after so my story is a little bit interesting, because while most people figured out their passion, like after working for corporate, I kind of like did this weird thing where after college, I actually joined the Peace Corps as a Peace Corps volunteer. And I was in this country called Armenia for three years. And again, fate has it that I was there and I was coaching actually women entrepreneurs on their branding and marketing and telling their story. And after that, I came back to the U.S. really confused because I didn't think that I was able to replicate what I was doing there. And so I, I worked for a corporate company for about a year. And that was when I realized it's just like not my thing. People are designed for different things, like I said, and mine was not like working for someone else at a corporate company and just do it like going with the motions. And so from there, I decided to start my own business, kind of do what I was doing in Armenia and see if I could do it here. And the first year of business was hell for me because I was not only doubting myself, I had issues with money. Like I didn't even know I had issues with money, right? Because again, these things are very hidden, but you know, a good sign of you having money issues is just you carrying those beliefs that you had as a child. So for me, it was like this deep rooted belief that service providers suck because I would see the way my dad would treat service providers when I was a kid and he would be super mean to them. He was rude to them. And so for me, I'm like, why would I ever want to be a service provider? Why would I ever want to go into sales if my, like my dad treated them like that? Like people would treat me like that. Right. So there was that belief there. And so it wasn't until I experienced this and I had to hire my own mentors and my own coaches and live through that experience for me to actually be in the position that I'm in now. Wow. So how long has this journey been for you? This was three years ago when it started. Amazing. Amazing. So you have a book that just came out. Like I Mm -hmm. said, can you tell us more on the book? And you said that you wrote everything yourself, right? 
I did. Yes, it was it was a lot. Let me just say that writing a book is not easy. I think it's easy to the sense that it's simple, right? Like you're just writing, but it's the discipline in doing it and like every day showing up, it, which is the hard part, right? Because then you're dealing with a lot of different emotions too. Cause I'm like, okay, well, I don't feel like doing it today, but it's kind of like sticking to that plan. Um, but basically my, my book is surrounding my cash flow trinity framework it's divided into three pillars so i talk about your money mission i talk about your abundant mindset and i talk about your financial environment and what's really cool is that because i'm someone that is not only into like the woo woo spiritual manifestation world but i'm also very like tangent like I, I like action stuff and i like to be tangible i actually given short assignments after each chapter for my readers to actually do so that they're they're taking action and implementing it instead of just reading a book. I love that. Cause so that's another reason why Last Looks is here, because I always listen to business podcasts and it's always like there's no actionable, you know what I mean? Like it's not like they add value, but they don't like tell you how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like help mm-hmm. you along the process. So thank you. All right. I think that we are, you know, coming to a close. So Kristen, to wrap it up, do you have any advice or tips that you can give to our listeners today? Yeah. So I'm assuming that your listeners are people that, you know, have big hearts and they have a dream or they and when they want to impact like the world in a larger way. And, you know, my tip for for those of you that are listening is that whatever you is in your heart, whatever is placed in your heart is there for a reason, right? Like don't question that. Don't seek for external advice to the point where like you're just driving yourself crazy. I know that when I had this passion of writing a book or even having this idea of becoming a speaker and an entrepreneur and author, like I had many doubts or like, who am I to do this? Like I'm not expert enough or whatever the case may be. But if it's placed in your heart, then it's, you really do need to, to fulfill it, right? Or it's going to be something that's going to be nagging you for the rest of your life. So my tips is to really just take action and to really start anywhere. Perfectionism is, is one of the things that really kills your dreams because no one is perfect and that's fact, right? Like you cannot be perfect. So just start from where you're at and then from there you'll gain clarity. Kristen, can you tell us where to find you? Yeah. So uh, several ways. Number one is Instagram. I actually live on Instagram stories. So you can follow me there at kristinnoel.co. And then obviously check out my website. Um, You can find a lot of goodies in there. And yeah, join my Facebook community when you get into my website, because we I give a lot of tips and strategies for you. Um, And because my love language is gifts, I also give a lot of gifts. So I look forward to having you guys on there. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out new episodes coming out every Tuesday morning. Also, if you haven't yet, please go check us out on Instagram at Last Looks Podcast to keep in touch and just to say hi. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.